My name's Austin. My name's Jake. And we're back for night six or 31 Days of Horror. And what did we watch tonight, Jake? We got a pretty good one in tonight. We got The Conjuring 2. Now, before you guys say, why the fuck are you guys doing sequels? It's because we can do whatever we want. And Conjuring 2 is a pretty good horror movie, so we're doing it. And if you don't like it, go fuck yourself. Oh, no, 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 don't go fuck yourself. Um, we're very sorry. No, you know, no, please no, keep listening to us. go fuck yourself. Oh, <laughs> uh, fuck. There goes, there goes our one listener. <laughs> All right. So, I'm sorry with the plot. Now, this is a shit show because it's a long-ass movie. So, I'm going to go through the Sparknotes version of, version of this shit. So, the movie starts off while the, the Warrens are doing a seance in Amityville. So, they're going through the house. Ha- Lorraine's going through the house. She's doing, like, her vision shit. You know what I mean, right? Like, she's envisioning herself as the... Yeah, she's, like, using her... Two previous owners, because the current owners are complaining that the house haunted because the past owners kind of killed everybody in the house. That dramatic motherfucker. Anyway, so, she goes down to the basement, and she sees this nun. That's going to come back into the story later. So then, after that, you know, you have the words on the screen, and it goes, this is the Warren's most fucking diabolical case. It's fucking diabolical. <laughs> so we go <laughs> to England. Boys, you sons of bitches. So you go to England, and these fucking kids are there, and those are the main people in the movie. So dumb fucks, Margaret, Margaret and Janet, they play with a homemade Ouija board that they made on a cereal box. Probably not good. So then I broke this down into, like, the first night of the haunting. So the first night of the haunting... Janet hears whispers, she sleepwalks, and she goes to chair in the living room. That's going to play a big part. Back in America, Ed and Lorraine are on a talk show and are being made fun of. People are calling them fake and a hoax, and they're not real. In the second night of The Haunting, it happens to the kid, uh, Billy. So he goes to get a glass of water. It's all foggy outside. You know, there's a ghost back there playing with a fog machine, whatever. So Janet is sleep talking and her sister is scared. So she's like, stop fucking around. Go to sleep, bitch. And then you hear a man whisper from the darkness. So that is night two. And they are shitting themselves now because they are hearing whispers. On the next day, Janet stays home from school because... The night before, she was all fucked up, and her mom felt her she had a fever. So this is actually one of the really cool things I love of The Conjuring, and like what they can do the daytime. So the TV keeps going on and off, on and off. And at one point, she goes to turn TV back on, but the remote's missing. So before she goes to dial the TV, she gets a phone call from her mom, and her mom says she's going to be home soon. And she looks on to... The chair and the remote's right there. So Janet grabs a chair, and we hear one of the most famous quotes in this movie that you hear multiple times. My house. This this guy's a bitch, this ghost. He keeps going, my house, my house, you know. So anyway. Yeah. That was probably one of the best scares in the movie. That was, that was a great scene. Really solid one. Yeah, we didn't really <clears> get into it pretty much to set the scene. She's looking at the TV, it's turned off, and her reflection she sees. I'm gonna say it. Bill Wilkins sitting in the... Will... Is it... Bill Wilkins. It is Bill, yeah. London motherfuckers. Oh, by the way, Billy is a little pain in my ass when I watch that movie. Because there's one thing I remember that little motherfucker. 
is he's like, you got my biscuits, mom. Oh my god, shut up, Billy. Shut the biscuits down your fucking throat, not your asshole, you little bitch. Yeah, oh my god, I wanted this to leave him outside and to get him <laughs> the one get taken by like the ghost of Epstein or something. But and anyway, so the TV's going on and off, and you see his reflection, and she goes to turn the TV back on. He's no longer in the reflection. He pops out, and he says, "My house," and she shits herself. There's a lot of shitting in this movie. A lot. It's a, it's a pretty good shit movie. Yes, definitely. So, anyway, as any person does, Ed has a dream about a nun. So, he decides to paint her. As one would do. As one would do, but this is fucked up looking, so I don't know why the fuck this guy would paint it. So, Lorraine wants to take a break from doing the haunted shit because she feels it's affecting her and her family and that she's not helping as much people. And we go right back to England. So, in England, Janet ties herself to bed to prevent sleepwalking. She then wakes up on the floor, and she's just walking around the house aimlessly. When she checks, when she goes downstairs, the chair begins to rock. And, like usual, this scares the shit out of her, so she goes to her room. And this is pretty cool, like, um, just, like, suspense right here. So, Bill moves a chair right up against her bed. And it's, like, positioned to where it's, like, someone's sitting by her bedside. She gets up. And the door slams shut. So she's hiding under the covers. They're ripped off her. Her scream wakes her sister up, who's not hearing the door slam or the chair. And the beds began to shake violently, like a, like a scummy hotel. Hmm. So the mom checks the room because she's she thinks there's some guys in there trying to watch her kids, you know, being a pervert and shit. And her mom looks into the bed, and she finds the Ouija board. And... She just says a bunch of British slang, and she's really, really pissed at her daughter for playing with it. She pretty much said that, you know, it's your fault, so fuck you, and you ruined the family. It's your fault. But that's what it comes down to. So, then again, the mom tries to walk out of the room, and the drug was flying into there. So, they all run out to their neighbor's house. Now, they have some pretty good neighbors, because if my neighbor said that mm-hmm. there was some spooky shit happening, I'd be like, yeah, no, go sleep in the street. <laughs> I'm not having you here. So, in a little comedy that this movie, this movie actually has some pretty good comedic moments, mm-hmm. not gonna lie. So, the cops go to the house to check out what's going on, and they're like, oh, we're hearing sounds, and the cop finally hears a sound coming from inside the wall. Lady cop grabs a chair to get a better listen. She knocks on the wall, she hears a knock back. She hops off the chair, and she's like, eh, it could be mice. And then the chair goes flying across the room, and the cops <laughs> the cops leave. So, back in the Warrens' house, their kid Judy is just hanging out, and something catches her attention. So, she's standing in the hallway. Lorraine goes to see what's wrong, and she sees Judy standing in the hallway, and right across from her is your friendly neighborhood nun. Which, has that ever happened to you? You're just looking down the hallway, see like a priest or a nun luring you in, saying oh, they have yeah. candy. Oh, yeah, back in my, my church Bible camp days. Mm, yes. Wait, I don't think that was a real pastor. I think it was a guy dressed up as a pastor. Oh, shit. That's why he's asking me these questions. <laughs> anyway, the nun goes right into the office, which is a popular area in the Conjuring series because I'm pretty sure the office is right near the basement where they have all their haunted shit. So Lorraine knows something is wrong, so she follows it. And this music turns on, and all the room just gets dark. And one of the coolest scenes, probably, one of the cool, cool scenes in this movie, not necessarily the coolest, you see the nun's shadow going across the wall. 
very cool scene. It's like silhouetted up against the wall, <laughs> and then it gets to the painting, and the nun like the nun like puts her fingers through it, and she body rushes Lorraine, making her go flying back. So Lorraine asks her name, and the nun growls. A linebacker. <laughs> yeah. So Lorraine asks, like, "What's your name?" The nun growls, kind of like when you talk to me when I have no food. I just growl at you. <laughs> and Lorraine is getting just really kind of pissed off at this nun. But it turns out that it was a vision, and she's sitting on the couch, and she's, and then she starts carving into this Bible on multiple pages. So remember, she's still having like a seizure or a vision, like kind of like between both. And when she asks the nun, "What does it want?" she sees Ed getting impaled, and then she just snaps out of it. And that does come back and play a big part in the movie. So back in England, the news got out about the house being haunted, and all these reporters and like all these. Uh, what do you call them? Paranormal investigators. Yeah. They kind of want to interview her and get her into the public eye. So the mother agrees because uh, mustache, I forgot his name. He had a, he had a great mustache. That's the one whose daughter died. Not in real life. In the oh, movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's like, Oh, maybe we can find someone to help you. So they interview her and you know, they're interviewing Margaret and Janet and it's a little slow. So the reporter's kind of like, oh, is there anybody here? Show yourself. Kind of being a dick. So then when they ask Janet questions, they start to hear two voices at the same time, Janet and Bill's. So Bill takes over, and now the reporter is interviewing Bill. We learn that, you know, at that point, Janet's, she's possessed at that point, we mm-hmm. figured out. And Bill died at the age of 72 in that chair that Janet keeps going to. The following night, because they're all scared of the house, and they're not, they're not, not, here's what it gets me. They're more scared of the house than they are of the kid who just spoke an old man's voice. <laughs> Christ. Anyway, they decided to say the neighbor's house, because, you know, these are the greatest neighbors. If my neighbors are doing that shit, I would send them away, because I'm not, you know, I'm not about that shit. Anyway, while everybody's sleeping, this is one of the stranger scenes in the movie. Billy, well, he could have gotten murked in this scene, <laughs> He goes to let the dog in, and the dog is barking at the back door. And in a bizarre turn of events, the dog turns into the CG Crooked Man and is now chasing Billy. And when the whole family's woken up by this little bitch complaining about biscuits and the Crooked Man... Fucking biscuits with this kid, dude. What <laughs> a god. Choke on a damn Popeye's I mean, we thought kid. that we were fat, but, like, this kid is... Biscuits, This kid's skinny, but he talks more about food than we do, and that's saying a lot, okay, considering we're, we're flicks and chips. We are flicks and chips. We're too heavy. So... Anyway, the whole family's awake now, and they're doing the Crooked Man rhyme, but it's all fucked up. They're saying, like, oh, Crooked Hell and shit like that. And the neighbors come downstairs, and they just see this little girl talking demonic. The family's pissing themselves, and the neighbor, the, the husband in the house, nearly gets his head taken out by, like, the... What's that thing in front of, like, a fireplace? Like, the net, kind of? Like, the metal thing? Oh, 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 fuck. I don't know what the <clears throat> name of that is, but I know what you're yeah. saying. Yeah, then she just passes the fuck out like she overdosed. So back in the United States, Ed and Lorraine are listening to their report that was taken from England. The church couldn't handle it because this was way beyond their paycheck. So they want Ed and Lorraine just to go check it out. Not to get the ghost out, but just check it out. Because remember, Lorraine is not really feeling it right now. So Ed tells Lorraine, oh, don't worry. We're just going to look around, find out if it's truly haunted, and don't let the church handle it. But we all know it's going to come down to them getting that bitch out. So they finally go to London. They're staying in the house for the family used to say they go to janet's room which is chained off because that's where the most activity happened 
The room is covered in crosses, and it looks like shit. Like, furniture is everywhere. So, the Warrens, as they do, they want to run a test to make sure that Janet is not making the voice herself. Because I previously talked about in the movie, people would pretend to be possessed or haunted just to get money. Which would be equally impressive, because that voice was Is that even considered, menacing. That considered insurance fraud? A type of that'd insurance be, fraud? That'd be considered something. Ghost, ghost fraud? Considered some weird shit. <clears throat> So, anyway, she sits down in the chair, and she puts water in her mouth, ensuring that her mouth does not move when the voices are coming out. But the ghost won't talk unless no one's looking. So, they make sure she takes a sip of the water, and everybody turns around. The ghost talks to Ed, and starts talking around Ed by revealing personal information, like, going like, Ed, Eddie, Edward, saying, like, oh, your father used to call you that. And Ed pulls out a cross... And it pisses Bill off. Like, he's, like, screaming and thrashing around. Shannon spits out the water, proving that she is possessed. And Ed and Lorraine are like, fuck, here we go again. <laughs> here we go again. <laughs> the following night, Janet wakes up on the wall, as one does, in the living room, where she sees Bill just sitting there. Now, this is pretty cool, because she was, like, paralyzed. She could not move at all. And then, in a turn of Christopher Nolan events, Bill pulls her through the floor... And now she is in the room with all the crosses. Keep in mind, it's chained off. One by one, the crosses start to turn upside down. I mean, aren't they supposed to be upside down? In my house, I make yeah, sure my crosses are upside down. And, I mean, nothing bad happens. I see my sister float a few times and say some weird shit in, like, Latin, but I, yeah, I just, she's fine. I, don't, I don't listen to her. I don't, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Bill then attacks her in the room. Her screaming wakes everybody up so much for a good night's sleep. For the first time, Peggy, the mother, is face to face with the ghost. She sees the old man just like doing some shit to her kid behind a closed door. And then in turn events, the ghost wraps sheet around her face, trying to suffocate her. But clearly it doesn't work because she's this bitch is still broken. <laughs> so then the two the two, you know, Adam and Lorraine, they meet the reporters at the pub. And they believe that this is fake and Janet's trying to do like an insurance fraud thing. Which is pretty goddamn genius. So before we get to our rest of the half of the review, I think it's a good part to pause it. Let me catch my breath. Let Austin beat me behind cameras. Please, this is my call for help. <laughs> Please. This, I can't stand this anymore. Yeah, it gets a little so, winded, so we got to get this ad in real quick. So here's our beautiful, beautiful sponsor. And we are back. That was our beautiful sponsor. So the family is sitting around singing Elvis while the... Reporters are simultaneously setting up cameras and searching the house for activity. Now, I'm not sure if this was done intentionally so the kids wouldn't be like, um, the fuck you doing? You know. Mm-hmm. But anyway, the cameras are all set up and the warrants are ready to investigate. This is usually a big scene in these movies. The big, like, unpossession scene or, you know, just them trying to expose a ghost. <clears throat> so, before any ghost shit happens, Ed is helping Peggy around the house. And because your father's on the picture, kind of just left. He's like... Peace, and he just, you know, <laughs> you, get some out. you want to go get some milk, cigarettes, yeah. yeah, normal, normal dad stuff. Mm-hmm. So, Ed goes to the flooded basement to fix the washing machine. The pipe bursted, and Peggy's just holding a light for him, not even helping him out. What a dick. This man's trying to fix your washing machine. You're just holding a goddamn flashlight. I know, useless motherfucker. And he's, he's all the way in the water, and she's just like, all right, Ed, you're doing good. You're doing good. You know, anyway. <laughs> Billy comes over, give me some biscuits, Mom, and then fucking Ed just backhands the motherfucker. Put the fuck up, Billy. 
anyway, so Ed fixes the pipe, and Peggy's like, yo, there's something behind you. So that you see this figure approach Ed, get closer and closer and closer. He turns around, it's not there. But now, when he turns around to go look, and he realizes nothing is there, this bitch pops up behind Peggy and bites her. So anyway, the kids don't give a shit. They're just decorating the Christmas tree. And Janet hears what sounds to be like a knife being sharped, sharpened in the kitchen. So the first time you see the other brother, who has barely spoken to Johnny, go to the kitchen. He's trying to be brave. He's like, I'm going to fuck you up, ghost. I'm going to fuck you up. And then Janet pulls a Houdini, and she's gone. Everybody's like, where the fuck she go? And she's kind of like Batmaning up in the corner of like hmm. the kitchen cabinet with a knife and she tries to attack Johnny but they failed and then I had biscuits after that <laughs> but um anyway the kitchen's getting fucked you see shit flying everywhere so then that's that scene is over but in a turn of events the reporters approach the Warrens and they claim to have proof that Janet is faking it so the Warrens want to see the video and Janet is fucking up the house now, Peggy is pissed because no one believes her. She says that there's something still wrong here, and she doesn't know why Janet would do that, because that's not like her. I mean, I would do the same thing if my brother asked me for biscuits every four seconds. Yep. And Lorraine still believes something is wrong, but Ed explains, you know, with that video, the church would send them home. And even if there was something still there, their their time there is done, because there's nothing, there's nothing that they could do to fight that that video was, you know, real. So, after they leave, it's revealed that Bill told Janet to stage the incident to make the Warrens leave, or the ghosts would kill everybody. Ah, that's, that's so happy. Anyway, the Warrens are back on the train, and the tape falls and makes an X, and somehow, I don't know how the fuck this happened, it comes to the realization that they need to start fucking around with this tape recorder on the train. So they take out the recording and go to listen to the messages. Now remember, throughout the movie, they recorded garbled sounds from... Janet, but then they played it in reverse, and you hear Bill saying, help me, let me go. So then Lorraine has one of her famous Lorraine visions, and she sees Bill sitting there. And Bill thanks her at first, and he says, I haven't been able to leave. He says he was trying to go, he wanted to see his family, and he says something was holding him back. That's when the nun diddles him and throws him into a corner, and Lorraine wakes up. They then go back to the house... And they realize what's going on now. So they rush in, you know, ghost shit's happening, shit's flying everywhere. There's like, ah, sounds, you know, demon, demon sounds, right? <laughs> and it turns out that the nun was the true evil in this movie. So they finally do the, you know, the power of Christ. Does it, does it, Jay? It's not that compelling. They <laughs> it's take, not that compelling. They take the ghost out of Janet. But right before that, Janet almost falls out of a window, and so does Ed, where that's when Lorraine envisioned his death. But they're both saved, and the ghosts are now gone. And the ending of the movie was so interesting, because it showed the real photos of what happened in the house, mm -hmm. and, like, the actors reenacting the photos. And if I remember the ending correctly, it said that real Janet, like, died in that chair. Yeah, and they also showed the actual uh, recordings. They did, and they were cool. Yeah, uh, cool. One of the coolest, coolest photos is like the one of her like levitating out of the bed because mm -hmm. it looked very accurate. They did a good job with that. So now I'm going to let Austin speak for a little bit because I've pretty much been talking for the entire thing. So what do you think about The Conjuring 2? Well, if you guys haven't seen The Conjuring 2, just 
and you want any your press for time, just listen to this because Jake just gave you a play by play. Exactly. Which, so if you want, if you don't have time for it and you have 20 minutes, check this out. But uh, the contract two was really, really entertaining. It was good. I know you liked it better than the first one. I, I did, yeah. I just, have them pretty the, close. It's just like the way they did it. Like with the first one, I feel like, okay, it's just ghosts doing like ghost shit in the house and then they come and they get ghosts out. But with this one, it was a little bit of that. And I feel like the entity in this house was just more evil. Yeah, they just added more story to it, too. Like, this entity just seemed, like, really just, like, fucked up in this version. I mean, yeah, as you would hope. But, yeah, this movie was very good. Um, I'm trying to recall what I gave the last movie score. I'll have to look at that again. But I would probably have The Conjuring 2 at... I, I don't want to give it quite a 4. I want to give it a 3.9. I'm going to be that kind of guy. So I'm going to give this a 3.9 out, out of, of five. 5. Yeah. I'd probably give it like a 3.9 for just because obviously it's not perfect, but it is a really good horror sequel. And if you know anything about horror sequels, they're the contrary. They're smarter than though. For example, like the Annabelle sequel, you mm. might watch that one. That, yep. that was good. Annabelle creation It's real good. They, they do a really good job with their sequels. And then they have those, all those fucking spinoffs like light arena, the nun yeah but they're know. all great so yeah i hope that this um this franchise continues for a while i know that we got screwed out of conjuring 3 this year but hopefully the anticipation builds even more for next year and um until tomorrow night yes until tomorrow night till tomorrow night we are flicks and chips and this has been night six of our 31 nights of horror <laughs>